Well, hello everyone and welcome to this week's episode of Mustard Seed Leadership where we are on part six of a six-part series called Enlarging, Developing, Growing Your Leadership Capacity. And uh, well done for sticking it through this journey. And uh, just a reminder that when we talk about leadership capacity, we're talking about how much a leader can handle. For example, how much responsibility they can shoulder, how many people they can lead, how many projects they can manage, how much influence they can wield. Now, the good news is that you can enlarge that capacity, and that's the challenge for every leader. How do we grow our capacity? Big capacity leaders have learned to think differently, act differently, so that they can enlarge their sphere of responsibility. So, the six ways to enlarge your leadership capacity that we have studied. Number one, we looked at focusing on as few things as possible. Number two, doing as little as possible. Three, meeting with as few people as possible. Four, making as few decisions as possible. Five, start planning as early as possible. And this week, number six, maximize events as much as possible. Maximizing events as much as possible. What do I mean by that? Well, one of the smallest adjustments that can produce the biggest amount of fruit is simply training yourself to stop and think on the front end of an event or whatever part of your routine is and think about how could I make any small adjustments on the front end that will produce a whole lot of return on the back end. Um, already you're doing a lot. I mean, we live busy lives. But oftentimes, just a little bit of an adjustment, thinking about how we do it, and how we could do it better can make significant improvement. This is about being more intentional about what you are already doing and maximizing those events or opportunities. This is about making a small amount, taking a small amount of time on the front end of an event, which will result in a much greater return on the back end. So let me give you a couple of examples to explain what I mean. If you drive Let's say you drive to work every day. You commute to and fro the office factory, whatever it is. You're all alone in the car and you're sitting listening to the radio. I dare say you are wasting time. You have an opportunity right here alone in the car and you could maximize that by, for example, being intentional about listening to podcasts, listening to a sermon. You could even be listening to worship music and praying. The point is you have something that's part of your routine and with a little bit of intentional thinking on the front end, you could maximize the output on the other end. Give you an example from my own life. Every second month, I drive three hours to a regional leadership networking type meeting and then three hours back. Now, I have used it in the past to listen to podcasts, catch up on an audio book or something like that. But then I realized, actually, I could use this time more impactfully. So it's a great opportunity to in strategically invite a couple of potential leaders, the same people every two months, and they come with me. Now that means we've got six hours together in the car to talk, to discuss, to evaluate what we've learned, plus I'm exposing them to that leadership network time. It's become a great training opportunity. A very small adjustment on the front side is leading to great fruit on the back end. The big idea, big capacity leaders take time to think about what they are already doing and then learn to maximize those moments. Now, let's look at a revelation type moment, going back to Jesus' life. Last week, we looked at how Jesus maximized his planning and he sent out the 12 and then the 72 to prepare the way in each village that he was about to visit. I want to take you to the next couple of verses because there's another great lesson right here of how Jesus maximizes those moments. 
in Luke chapter 10, verses 5 to 8, he says to his disciples, before they leave now, before the event, before they go on their first trip, he says to them, when you enter a house, first say, peace to this house. If someone who promotes peace is there, your peace will rest on them. If not, it'll return to you. Stay there, eating and drinking whatever they give you, for the worker deserves his wages. Do not move around from house to house. When you enter a town and are welcomed, eat whatever is offered to you. Now, Jesus gives them very practical but super thoughtful advice. He tells them, find someone who's a peace-loving person. Stay at their house the whole time. Don't move around from one house to another. Eat whatever they give you to eat. Now, this might sound unspiritual and like overly practical, but think about what's going to happen is two things. One, when Jesus gets to that town already, he will have had a base of operation established. Secondly, what the disciples will discover through this is that developing one deep friendship is going to produce a whole lot more fruit than having a whole lot of acquaintances. In other words, this moment that Jesus took before they did the event produced a whole lot of fruit on the back end of the event. The extra thought and planning maximized the mission that he sent the disciples on. I remember my first trip to Pakistan uh, about 18 months, two years ago. And uh, there were quite a few pastors who were inviting, saying, come on, come on. But only one of them really put up his hand to go ahead and arrange the letters of invitation and visa and all of that. So when he then said, I've got a bit of an itinerary, and he asked me the question. He said, would you like to stay in a hotel or would you like to stay in my home? Please understand I'm very poor. That's what the pastor said to me. Now, I have to be honest with you. Everything inside of my flesh was saying, oh, take me to a hotel. But the reality is, I know, because of what Jesus has taught, that staying in someone's home will deepen the friendship. You'll get to see them in their environment. You'll be able to meet their family. You'll be able to enjoy all of those meals together. So actually, we made the decision, no, we'd much rather stay with you. And to be honest, it was pretty tough in the beginning. Very different culture and a lot of adapting we had to do. On the back end of the event, now we've got an amazing friendship. And we're still in touch, and that relationship is growing all the time. What's the big idea once again? Big capacity leaders take time to think about how to maximize what they are already doing. So let me get practical and leave you with a challenge. I want you to evaluate yourself. Number one, think about a few regular events in your week and month and write them down. Here's a couple from mine. I've got that regional monthly, every two monthly meeting I mentioned. We've got a weekly planning session with a team, a monthly leadership management time with our leaders, a weekly visit possibly to other branches, find out how things are going there, or maybe an international trip to a conference. Write down a couple of things that are part of your normal routine. Next, number two, next to each one, take a moment to think of one way that you could increase the effectiveness of what you're already doing. For example, that three-hour trip there and back, I can take a couple of strategic people with me and use it as a leadership development time. That weekly planning session, I could send questions to the team before the meeting so that by the time they get to the meeting, they've got something to contribute. What about that monthly leadership? I could ask the team to come prepared with the feedback that I'm already looking for. It'll be ready and maximize the meeting. What about that weekly visit you do to your other branches? You could take a different member of your team each week and use it as a chance to get to know them and expose them to the bigger picture of the business. What about that international trip to a conference? You could take your most significant leader that you're developing with you and pay so that they get to benefit as well. Plus, you get to spend all of that time with them, training them and deepening the relationship. And then number three, make this a habit. 
Make this a habit. This should become part of your life. Always evaluating. This is what I know I have to do. How can I do a little bit of thinking on the front end that will produce much fruit on the back end? So, big capacity leaders take time to think about how they can maximize what they're already doing. So there it is. I hope it helps. Can't wait for the new series starting next week. I'll see you then. Thank you for listening to this week's episode. Remember, if you'd like the notes that come along with this episode or any one of our past episodes, you can visit outlookchurch.co.za forward slash mustard seed leadership, where you can see all our past episodes, all the resources and notes that go along with this. Until next time, keep growing.